How are you guys doing? Welcome to over here. This is our second time filming this because my guy Take over two. here is trying to learn how to, uh, well, he's trying to learn life. Just so you guys are aware, this is Matthew Tardio. He was in the army with me. He's doing hey, a yo. bunch of stuff like that. He uh, is going to be taking over for a little bit. Once I'm going overseas for like a week and a half, and so he'll be doing this by himself. So I'm trying to show him like the ins and the outs and what he needs to do and he was sending some footage over to the one of our camera guys and one of my camera guys who actually editing this right now is uh he decided to delete all the footage <laughs> before it's sent. Well, it's, it, I didn't delete the footage, I just deleted the audio. But either way, it's, pretty much it's worthless. The, <laughs> he deleted all the audio. It's worthless. And it wasn't even done sound. I was really kind of confused on that, but it's all good. He's figured out his life at some point. Now, we'll yeah. say today's episode is going to be beaming all over the place because I've already filmed it one time, so I know what we're going to be talking about. It is going to be... From here on out, all the episodes are going to be somewhat based around Ukraine and what's going on in the world and the war, but we're going to be bouncing around from one topic to the other. I'm going to start this thing out with uh, the fact that France is pretty much on fire. Now, what I mean, France is on fire. It literally is on fire. And France is one of those countries that has had um, open border rules pretty much for, I don't even know how long. I could probably look that up. They're, they're all about just letting, willy-nilly, letting immigrants. Oh, refugees. Refugees. There's a lot of refugees from, like, what was going on in Syria yeah. and Iraq. Like all okay, that, yeah. immigrants was actually, I don't think that's the correct word. I think immigrants is the correct word when they come over the right way. And they do the proper yeah. paperwork. When they, they do the paperwork, over. they put it in. Yeah, That's refugees fine. is completely their life's in danger. Yes, yeah. completely. Fair. Okay, so they they were pretty much just let it go. I've been to France. I'm actually going to France again here in a couple of weeks. Go look at some more World War II stuff. So lucky me. Um, I'm not going to the Paris though because that's where most of the stuff's happening. More in the, in the larger cities, but they uh, they have a very large Muslim population. Very large. Now there's nothing wrong with the Muslim people. There's there's really nice ones, but there's also really bad ones. Just like within. Christianity and everything else. There's always, you got your, you got your crazies. Now, that being said, he recently shot a, the police shot a 17 year old who was running away from him and he happened to be Muslim. So the entire country is now on fire. It reminds me of uh, Mr. Floyd. So, I mean, it just pretty much the same thing. That was our version of what is happening over inside of France right now. I, I'm, I didn't look into detail on why the kid was running or what he was getting trouble for. To be honest with you, I have no idea. Um, I will say that it's pretty much the equivalent, though, with the writing base. I can't show any of the footage because YouTube will take the video down and make it age-restricted. It's really strange. If you put any fire in there, pretty much they've stolen buses. They've stolen uh, heavy equipment. They have lit multiple, I don't want to call them trains, but they're more uh, the electric rail buses that kind of look like trains. I don't know what those are called. Multiple have been lit on fire. I saw an area where there was probably 30 buses that had been absolutely scorched that were just parked. Uh, they were driving buses, and I keep saying buses because for some reason that's like the thing they're stealing, and heavy equipment as in like they have these weird-looking trucks over there, which we don't have here in the States, but they're like super flat on the front. They're like, I mean, I wouldn't want to call them a semi because if I said a semi here in the States, it wouldn't really make no. it. They're not the same thing, but they use them because the, the streets over there are small. Basically, those flatbed trucks, and they're just ram ramming them through buildings, and they're just, instead of like going and like protesting like you would think you would normally do over – I don't know, something that you believe in. They're going in and absolutely, like, legitimately rioting and just stealing at this point. Like, when I mean stealing, it's, it doesn't really make any sense. Because mm -hmm. the same thing that happened here in America with the whole Floyd instance or just the whole BLM movement, which ended up being a massive fraud in the first place, which was is somewhat, to me, now looking back on it, I'm so glad I, I that it became out like that because, or, well, I'm not really glad. I'm, I'm glad that it came to light that it was like that because it just seemed like the biggest crock of, 
in the first place, the whole BLM movement as a whole, because these people were just buying mansions in California and people were just shoving money into it. Well, it was a fraud. Yeah, it was a fraud. So over there, they don't really have the whole BLM movement per se, but they're just rioting and absolutely just throttling the average French person, you know, French people. Yeah, whenever they riot, they burn businesses, the businesses lose money. And it's not even, it's it's not hurting the government at all. It's hurting people. It's, It's just stupid. It, it's stupid in every way. Very dumb. The way that they're going about it, which is more crazy, is so in France, you can't buy guns. I mean, I guess you probably can buy guns, but it's going to be extremely difficult to buy. I don't even know. Actually, can you? Can it, that's actually a good question. Because I spent a lot of time bouncing around in France, and I never once saw a gun store, like a place to go buy or an outdoor store with guns in it like we have in America. Yeah, it looks like you got to have a hunting license or shooting sports license, and then it's going to be restricted based on. Yeah, so it's basically only going to be good. You're not going to, you're going to have like bolt action rifles only, stuff like that, or maybe tons of different categories on what you can and can't. Yeah. So pretty much very difficult. Now, which is, I told you guys here at the very beginning of this thing that they have, they pretty much had open borders for all these refugees. Now, these guys come in here, these gals, these families, but they brought weapons in, which is, to me, it's just, they, like, if you. they can get AKs and stuff, but they're limited to 2,000 rounds per year, maximum of 1,000 rounds in stock. Uh, you need an ID card and a resident card and authorization of ownership to buy it. But, okay, so, so even, like, even with that... restricted. It, even if it's super restricted, which here in America, I can literally go to a pawn shop and walk out within five minutes. I've done it many times, buying AKs. Yeah. Like, that's just different. But I'm not going to take my AK in the middle of a protest and just start shooting it aimlessly inside of the, the air in the middle of a city in yeah. Paris. That's actually what's happening, and that's what's kind of crazy. To me, that's crazy. It was even crazier than that. The French police have stated that a number of their stations inside of the city across the entire country are already completely out of, almost ran out of non-lethal munitions. Which is insane. Non-lethal munitions. And they've also stated that they have very low stock of actual lethal munitions. So if they're publicly stating this, and they already have these mega riots, and I've seen all these videos, and I kind of feel bad for the cops. because you got to think about it. So he used to be a cop, and he knows other cops. A lot of there's good cops, there's bad cops, there's good and bad in every single. There's good, there's good doctors and there's bad doctors. There's mm-hmm. good teachers, there's bad teachers. Now this is this is where it's really kind of crazy. Is you get these swarms of people that will attack a cop that they don't know anything about over there for absolutely no reason, yeah. and they're just beating absolute piss out of the guy or gal, yeah, just because they're wearing a uniform, yeah, <laughs> and there's no need for it, but the cops can't do anything. Because of their, their rules and their regulation, sure. they might just pop, like a, literally I watched a video of a guy getting his absolute throttled and all he could do is pop smoke and it did that. And of course it's going to be tear gas, but it didn't do anything. Didn't no, do anything. You can fight through tear gas. All the, all the people were doing, they literally were kicking the canisters back the opposite way. Yeah. No, you can fight through tear gas. You can fight through less than lethal munitions, like all that crap. It's, it's just absolutely insane. And France is going to pay for it. France They're, is going to pay for it. And this also brings up another topic is, is what's happening over there. Is, is so crazy, but people think that they want to blame, like, we need to get rid of assault rifles and all this kind of stuff and crazy armor, and, and that's never going to happen here in America, but they don't have any guns whatsoever, and they're still able to, you, you can't take away an individual's, like, ambition to, to cause harm on another person. No. It's impossible to do. So if they don't have means to going and getting a rifle, they're going to grab a bat, yeah, no, all, yeah, no, it, it doesn't, like, more people are killed with bare hands, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean, like, it's, it it's a thing, matter. more people fall, fall down and get hurt, like, there's so many different ways, more people die from car accidents, and I actually, I, dude, I did something like this on my TikTok account, like, 
I don't know, it was like a month ago or something. And when I compared, because there was a lady that was complaining, being like, look, guns are designed to kill people. Why in the hell should firearms be legal in America? And I was like, well, let's pull up some stats real quick, right? So the amount of firearms owned in America and the amount of people that die by firearms, even if you include suicides and everything, like here in this country, more people die in automobile accidents every single year than with firearms. Automobiles were not designed to kill anybody. And yet they kill more people in the United States at automobiles kill than, Yeah. Well, alcohol wasn't meant to kill anybody either. No, alcohol alcohol kills, alcohol kills a ton of people. Yeah. You know, diabetes, heart disease, liver, all of it. Drug driving. But yeah, I no, guns. Guns are the, the problem. It's the guns. It's no, the it's not the guns, it's the it's people. It's, people, yeah. it's people being raised. It's it's the mentality that's going across this country. I do think like not video even games this and stuff. So you're just talking about across the world in general. Guns are looked at as bad, except everybody's it's somewhat like ironic. This channel this channel was pretty much built off of a war which is based around guns. But it I'm, it's such a big Yeah. I, you know the the, the 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 French government or the French president actually he, he's blaming on what is going on right now over there on video games and bad parenting for all the mass riots and everything that's going over the last two years. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. So here's the crazy part, right? Like, cause we've got to have different points of view and talks on this stuff. So video games, for example, some of the mass shooters after they've like gone through and they've been interviewed and, and they talked to these guys afterwards, they didn't expect like the amount of carnage to actually come out from like the shots that took place because they have been like indoctrinated with video games and stuff like that. So like it becomes real for them the moment they pull the trigger and then it becomes like, a, they're like, Oh, this actually just happened type deal so like mentally it does take them back a minute they they basically what they're saying is that they didn't understand the amount of destruction that actually does take place when you shoot somebody i, I don't know what they were expecting you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, like i really don't, I don't but like it suddenly becomes Maybe real just for a them. Hole. so it like softens the mentality a little bit and then goes in and then becomes a real deal but yeah i mean that, that that's a whole other like story if you want to get into that is just talking about look if people are not if people are able to vote at 18, in my opinion, voting can do more damage than a firearm, right? But if people can vote at 18, like, why are we pushing to have all firearms restricted to 21 years of age, right? And furthermore, if you're not competent enough to own a firearm at 18 years old, why are you competent enough to join the military? And then their argument, the flip side on that is going to be like, well, in the military, they're regulated. You know, you have to check guns in and out. They're supervised, everything else. But the bad part about that is if you're not capable of making the right decisions at 18 years old, Right. That, that's all true. It's it's regulated to that extent, but absolutely nobody's regulating you in a gunfight. They they kind of are. You know what I mean? Like I've slapped some guys for shooting the wrong people thing. and you're shooting not, the wrong things being, over time. You're, you're not being regulated at all. Yeah, you're not. It's you highly unregulated, as a matter of fact. I, mean, I was shocked to actually see that. Like you just send up reports like, yeah, we killed like 20 people today. And they're like, know, good, you're, you're good not, for you. Yeah, you're not, you're not really. Yeah, it's, nobody it's goes and looks. Yeah. It's a really, in the, in the middle, well, I mean, I guess there is a couple times where, I mean, I guess I have done the same thing. It was probably with the same individual as you, but. It's just, what are you going to do? I don't, I don't. They can't. You're, there's nothing you can do. You're like, hey, you can't do that. And you're like, okay, cool, I'll stop. And yeah, it, it's like self-regulated, but it, it's not. But the thing is, if, if if you and I or whoever didn't have the the moral compass, then there's no. Like, sure. There's, <laughs> there's no, no, I can I can attest for that, man. Like, there's certain there's things no I live with to this day to where I'm like, it was questionable moral compass, but it got the job done. You know, was it wrong? Maybe. I, I, it's not it's not for me to decide though you know and it's stuff that I live with on a daily basis there's a lot of stuff that happens during war though that's not really yeah. I wouldn't count it as being wrong but uh, it's debatable I don't I, I never did anything where I'm like yeah I feel bad about that not that I know of that I, I mean I bet you if I sat here and thought for a second maybe but 
No, there's, there's, there's definitely some things that I've done where I've like personally celebrated afterwards and then gone forward and been like, wow. No, wow. I celebrated after I killed my first dude. I celebrated. I got a cigar. Yeah. Celebrate the fuck out of that. Yeah. No, there's, it's like a, it's a different, like not to get off track, man, but it is a different feeling. You know what I mean? Like when you're able to go home at the end of the day and they're not, but that's not what this is about. It's just about. How do we even get on this topic? I don't know, man. <laughs> Whatever. You want to talk about Ukraine for a minute? Let's talk about Ukraine yeah, for a sec, I man. I don't even follow over there to that. Let's talk about Ukraine and what's going on over there for a hot minute, dude. Because there is a lot of crap. I mean, it doesn't seem like it, but there is quite a few things going on in Ukraine. You do have to dig for the news, but it does exist and it is out there. So with uh, Wagner going back and, and doing the whole coup, I don't want to talk about the coup, but I do want to talk about some of the effects that it had as far as the Ukrainian offensive go. The Ukrainian offensive, uh, while that coup was taking place, they actually were able to gain about 50 square miles worth of terrain compared to the weeks prior of their only gaining, I think it was like six, six and a half square miles on average worth of terrain. So the coup actually did the Ukrainians quite a bit of favor. They ga- they were able to make a lot more terrain. And I'm not taking away from the Ukrainians that fought in that, um, saying that it was the result of the coup. Like there's a lot of grit that goes into that, but they capitalized on it. They got 50 square miles out of it. So that's pretty cool. I think more so what ended up happening, what is going to benefit Ukraine even further, um, the deputy commander um, of the Russian special military operation of Ukraine, his nickname is General Armageddon. The guy is so bad. He's personally decorated by Putin uh, for some of the things that he's done in his past. And so he is not a little name. And what we're talking about is not something to take lightly. But Russian forces went in and actually um, arrested arrested him and like brought him back to Russia to be tried. Uh, basically, that he is a co-conspirator within Wagner and that he was aware that all of this was going down. So they actually arrested him and took him back to go throw him on trial, if you want to call it that. Trial. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, and in Russian trials, I saw a thing the other day, you know, where there was uh, some pedophile that ended up, like, getting freaking stabbed in the back like a thousand times and thrown in a hole, and they called it a suicide. So, I mean, it's a Russian trial, just so we're being clear. Like, the guy's probably going to get convicted, and he's probably going to get, like, beheaded or something. You know what I mean? Like, he's not going to get treated well. But that definitely took place. The other big thing that's going on over there right now is the uh, the uh, power plant, like mm. the nuclear plant. Yeah. yeah, nuclear plant not looking so hot. Uh, there's reports coming out of the plant right now from some of the soldiers down there. All, obviously, all unconfirmed sources because you can never gauge what's real and what's not coming out of there sometimes. But they're saying they have until July 5th to get out of there and that they're basically expecting a meltdown. Ukraine's accusing them of planting in like explosives inside of the reactors and some of the cooling cores and stuff like that. Um, but they're expecting a freaking meltdown coming up by July 5th. Now, that's kind of shady because, for a fact, that nuclear power plant had uh, cooling after they blew the dam. Their biggest you know, worry was that the freaking plant was not going to be able to like self-regulate and cool down, and so it was going to have a meltdown. Well, the plant, obviously, they planned for that, and they had several months of water that were stored up just in the event of something like this happens. So they have several months of water that is stored up. So when the dam blew and they're not able to get enough water in there to regulate the actual temperature of the reactors, it doesn't matter because they still have several months of time to figure that out. But for some reason, Russia is telling us people, or so it would seem, to go ahead and pull out of there by July 5th. Otherwise, they're all basically going to die in a freaking meltdown. Ukraine's accusing Russia of planting explosives inside of there in order to make the whole thing happen. So TBD. To actually go on back over to the Pregosian, I guess you'd say, or just Wagner as a whole. Um, I don't know if you brought this up, but that same guy, that General Sergei Servikin, yeah. I don't know how to say his name. He's a, he was actually a VIP member, so this was apparently was shared with CNN. He was a his, he's anyway, he's a top Russian commander that was actually a I, want, I don't want to say he's part. I don't really know what a VIP member really is, but very important person. 
No, I know, I know. I know what that means. But apparently, he has a registration number. Yeah. In 2018, which I don't really, and that's what I'm saying. What do you get as being a VIP Wagner registration? And no what, idea, what, man. What does that even mean? No idea. Anyway, he was listed along with another 30 senior Russian military intelligence officials. So, this is where I, I think we're kind of seeing the end of Putin happen. It's it's going to happen. I mean, he's going to die at some point. I mean, he's just getting older and older. But I think we're slowly seeing. His inner workings of, I mean, if he just had 30 senior Russian military and intelligence official, officials, excuse me, get scooped up with this whole Sergei, which was a general. So he has one of his top generals with Wagner and 30 intelligence officers. It almost reminds me of uh, what happened during World War II. What was one of Hitler's dudes that was doing the same thing back before he actually fell? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like that was actually, God bless. Why can't I remember this? He tried to bomb him inside of his own. Yeah, they made the whole movie about yeah, it. Yeah, they made the whole movie about it. What the fuck? Yeah. My God. Oh, this is going to drive me insane. But I think the biggest, I think the big, big problem that's going to go on with Putin is like the actual moral problems that go into that, like across the Russian forces. Having your top guys get freaking arrested and have enough coup that actually took place going in is going to demoralize the crap. Uh, the Russian military. They've already been starved. They've already been ran out of ammo. They've been ran out of everything. Did you find his name? Yeah, Henning von Truskos, the brandy bomb. Yeah. Post the uh, delusion German military officer brief visit. Um, that's one of them. There was a suicide mission, the July plot. My God. Did you know there was this many? Did you know that someone tried to kill Hitler in 1921 in a beer hall in Munich? Yeah. Nobody liked Hitler. Well, I mean, that's I mean, a lot of people liked him, but they yeah, realized he was crazy. In yeah. 1938, there was somebody else that tried to kill him, but... There was another one, apparently, he tried to get in another beer hall. Apparently, he liked beer. I know he was a big beer guy. Hmm. Um, there was another guy, the yeah, Coast Guard Metaphysics. Back-to-back weeks in 1943. This is crazy. This Colonel German officer, this is the one I'm talking about, Wolf's Lair. The July plot is yeah, what it's called. That, yep. That's what it's called in Prussia. Anyway, Claus von Stroffenberg, a dashing colonel who had lost an eye in northern Africa. Anyway, yeah, I, don't, I guess we always compare Putin to Hitler, which I think most people actually do. They call him Putler. But yeah. Do I think it's, I think it's, I think what happened there is probably going to cause a little bit of shockwaves with inside of, I mean, especially around Bakhmut, because Bakhmut was really controlled by the Russians, or excuse me, Wagner. by Wagner. And now the Russians have it. And I, and from what I could tell, it looks like the Ukrainians are gaining ground in certain areas, which one of the generals inside the Ukrainian military made a very good point. This isn't like a video game or a movie. Like things don't happen yeah. quick; it happens slow. I did see somebody make. It's a big Ukrainian guy made a very ignorant. I mean, it wasn't a very ignorant post, but it was very ignorant because he was trying to trying to compare the counteroffensive that's happening inside of Ukraine to D-Day, when that's not even relatively close to being the same thing. Like not even on the. It's quasi. Like I, I understand water amphibious. No, I, I, I understand where he's going with it. You though. know how difficult it is to do an amphibious. Come on, amphibious. No, no dude, I get it. I understand. <laughs> but I understand what he's trying to say, right? That's like so you have cool. people that are dug in in defensive positions, and you're attempting to assault them. Yes, okay. Like yeah, that. Look. That is hard gain terrain. Yeah, but you can. You could. You could have used Bastogne as a better example, or you sure. Used anywhere that was like land based, but D Day. 
amphibious I, to non-amphibious. Come on, man. We, we know where he's going, bro. <laughs> just, like, we, we don't have don't to, know. like, I'm over just, it. Like, I hate it when people do that crap. I don't know. I look at, I just look at D-Day. I look at, the, I've been there. I look no, at the I, walls, I, and I look at what those men had to go through. I, I get it, man. I get it. It's like comparing it, like, the, the alphabet community to, like, the civil rights movement. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, it's not. That's a terrible comparison. I, right. I get it, but yeah. I also, I like, I understand yeah, the base of the argument, like, okay. where they're coming. Like, we'll, we'll say, we'll say. I'm not trying to beat the hell out of everybody, like. People yeah. just say stuff. I'm sure you've said stuff on plenty of videos. I all the time. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm not smart, <laughs> like, at all. We all know this. I'm yeah. not a very intelligent person. Yeah. I just deleted the audio. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we're sitting here because I made I did something stupid. So, I, like, people do dumb things. Like, be a little forgiving, man. Like, it's not the end of the world. Speaking of dumb things, you, you just brought up the alphabet thing, which a lot of people are going to take offense to me saying the alphabet community. It's just now we've started with, it started with LGBT. And then it went to LGBT, and then LGBTQ, and then LGBTQI, and then LGBTQI plus. And I know you know. I don't. Even, so we just say alphabet because at this point, by by the time my daughter's growing up, I'm sure it'll be every single letter in the alphabet. They're gonna even, find something. We, for we don't even know what's going on. So we just it's whatever. So don't take offense to it or do. I don't really care. It's not that big of a deal. But up in um, taking offense. So this this is great. So if you guys did not know, using somebody's wrong pronouns is about to become a felony inside of Michigan, which is punishable by five years in prison and/or a ten thousand dollar fine. And this is just by what we were talking about. Fear if you feel terrorized, frightened, and/or threatened. Those are the words they're using. It's HB four four seven four. It's already passed to the state house of reps. Now the big thing here is uh, intimidate means. By the way, they, they, this is part of the thing. Willful course of conduct involving repeated and continuing harassment of another individual that would cause a reasonable individual, which I don't know how you can say who, who is unreasonable and non-reasonable or unreasonable. Oh, I got you there, bro. To feel terrorized, frightened, and or threatened that actually, and it, and that actually causes the victim to feel terrorized. So now we're going into feelings. So if you make somebody feel terrorized, which is my version so of being terrorized. Subjective. In my wife's version of terrorized, in my one pound, two ounce dogs version of being terrorized is going to be all different things. I walk through the bat, I walk through the house. My dog that's literally this big feels terrorized instantly because I'm walking. I'm 200 so, pounds bigger than her. So the way it's supposed to work is you're supposed to get judged off of like the reasonable person standard. You're supposed to be judged on the reasonable person standard. Would a reasonable person of your similar background, education, training, whatever, your demographic, would a reasonable person feel terrorized or would a reasonable person feel like okay, they are. But you that's that, the problem is that's it's gonna, words. That, that, that makes it even way more skewed. Because well, me, cause you, everybody else that we know in our little little area of, of men. I would give a crap if somebody addressed me as a woman. I just wouldn't care. How, However. Saying. We're going to be way over here. But a jury, right? How is a jury supposed to look at that and decipher it? Because unless it's a jury, like how, like the jury is going to be asked to basically take themselves and put themselves in that person's shoes and whether or not a reasonable alphabet community member would feel terrorized by that. And there's so many videos, so many videos of microaggressions and everything else where people are just being like, oh no, you doing that's a microaggression that bothers me. And I take that as a threat. And that's just not what it is. And so words have meaning. If we don't abide by like what that is, and it's, it's a problem. Not to mention the religious exemptions and things like that that go in. Like, how are you going to try somebody on that? What if you don't? What if you're, you know, for I, I don't know what religion would be offended by treating somebody with like kindness and respect. Like, but there's people as well that are in the beginning stages of being transitioned, right? That still look like guys or still look like chicks and they're trying to be the opposite sex or they want to be addressed as the opposite sex. And if you were to accidentally misgender them numerous times, that's where we saw like that. Remember the whole man video 
with that like oh, that, that just the like freaking out like it's ma'am like yeah, that one yeah, and the yeah. guy was reasonably trying to like do it but just off basic human norms looking at him like you would think that it was a guy it was a guy right but he wanted like that person wanted to be addressed as a female How am I and because he said it numerous times well, doesn't mean it doesn't go like why I, I have that's to, what I'm saying, and that's, that's how they're gonna get tried. So you can mess up, you can mess up and try to be a nice human being and still offend somebody, and you're gonna get slapped with a felony. This stuff, this stuff won't it won't fly, it can't fly. It's got passed by the house of reps, but like and, and ain't gonna fly. And even if you just get arrested for it, it totally screws you up. But you know what? It's not that big of a deal, and I don't want to touch on it for two bucks. I'm sure it's gonna. It is kind of a big deal, though, because it's tax-free speech. Yeah, but I'm not in Michigan. I don't plan on living up there. But that's, that's not how case, like, it, they're going to use it to build off one thing and then to another and then to another. It's not going to fly. It, it can't fly. I would there's hope in this country no it doesn't way. fly. Like, there's so many things right now that aren't flying. For one, the U.S. Supreme Court just struck down Biden's plan to actually um, student loan forgiveness. That $400 billion you want to do? Everybody thought that was going to fly. That was one of his whole running or reasons why he actually got that. That was never going to fly. You can't. You can't do that. I know, but he, he being in office for as long as he has been since the 60s or whatever it was, he knew it wasn't gonna actually going to happen. But they use it as one of the pieces to, to gain support from the younger generation because they didn't want to pay back their debts. Right. And he, that's what I'm saying. So this, that, that just got struck down, which a lot of people are super mad about it. And there was another piece, which is, um, damn, what was it? The other thing, the big thing that happened today, um, Oh, entrance exams. So, oh, not, you're not talking about equal opportunity e- stuff. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, well, not equal opportunity. Or, no, I'm sorry, affirmative action. Affirmative <laughs> action. Equal opportunity is completely different. But the, we got affirmative action on higher education. University must stop considering race and admissions. I don't plan on going to college. I don't really care for it. If my daughter wants to go, my kids want to go, that's fine. I don't really care. I do believe that an individual should be judged more on their ability to comprehend the curriculum and what they're going to have to soak in as knowledge than their skin color and or yeah no i don't care what your skin color is as a doctor you know what i mean like if i got cancer i want to have the best freaking cancer doctor out there who's who's i've trained me when someone walks in their skin color looks different i'm like that's not like the first thing i think of like this person's gonna be better because they're black right i'm like okay cool are we gonna are you gonna fix what's going on in my sack or what what do we got going on yeah right there might have sack problems i don't know right it's like when you go to get your like car work done and a female mechanic walks out. Like, cool. You're gonna change. You're gonna fix what's done. I don't really give a shit. It's fixing it. Oh, that's what you think. Me? I don't care. I'm like, I'm just gonna take care of it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It comes from uh, what's the name of those dudes? They did. Uh, oh God. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. Don't uh, even think about it. Oh man. I don't even. Last time I actually saw a female mechanic. I don't bring my oil in to get changed very often though. So no. No, impractical jokers. That was it. They oh, put, they put, yeah, they put yeah. a dude, yeah. So they, they put one of their dudes inside of like this pro woman's like speech thing, and he was supposed to be like a columnist that like, was like a, a woman's rights advocate and everything. He did he just crapped on women the whole time. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in front, the only people that knew were like it was, it was hilarious. And yeah, that was one of the things he's like, funny. he's like, I'm not saying that like women can't, you know, do things that guys can't, but like seriously, like if you're gonna go and like get your car worked on, and a woman walks out like. Yeah, I want my car to get fixed. You know, <laughs> like it just starts trashing on the whole time. Anyways, it's so a joke. Calm down, oh everybody. God, it's okay to laugh in this country, for the love of God. There was a there was a team though. It's just it is just keep on with the jokes. The team was accepted into Stanford after writing Black Lives Matter a hundred separate times on an application instead of putting anything like you know, like giving your essay or whatever. That was his whole. That was his whole thing. Just 
Black Lives Matter. Said actually, he put hashtag Black Lives Matter. That yeah, because hashtag is going to help him out. It, uh, yeah, it did. He got accepted in Stanford. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just saw another stat because people were trying to say that it, this whole thing is going to make it to where uh, colored individuals aren't going to be able to to make it into schooling, and then they posted yes, a they stat, stat right after it was like 53 percent of Harvard right now is black. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so I don't think it really matters. When you look at a curriculum-based stuff and you have an individual who's much more intelligent, I don't think it really matters. No, they are. are. And, it, like, let's be honest. If you're looking at somebody based – and this is my whole thing. If you're it's looking at somebody based on race and you give them admission racist? based on race, that kind of makes you racist. You know what I mean? If it happened for white people, if if black people were getting passed over because I was white, right, that would be racist. So yeah, vice versa. All right. Well, you know what else I wanted to chat about? Because I know when we've already filmed this now once over, um, was the Army. Oh, my God. The U.S. Army. Oh, the Army? Yeah. Where do you want me to begin? The Army. Like, the where army, do you want me to begin, army. bro? So that Army, the, the U.S. Army's. They're short about 20,000 new recruits this year in June. They're projected in 2023 to be between 30 to 50% net shortfall on the amount of recruits that they need this year alone. They have reached the retention goals by June, right? So everybody that's in apparently is quasi happy according to them. However, their shortfall for this year is expected to be somewhere around 30 to 50% shortfall of the 60,000 that they want. Last year, last year, 2022, they were at net shortfall about 25%. So they missed the recruiting goals by about 25%. It's so bad. And I kid you not, you can go over the the army's website, goarmy.com or I'm on it right now. Yeah. To, to like look up there. There is up to three and $400,000 recruiting bonuses uh, for people coming into the army right now. So sign up bonuses up to three, $400,000 for some of the medical positions. Uh, infantry, it looks like 40,000 up to 40,000 quick ship bonus. Uh, leave in under 30 days after you sign up at maps up to 40,000 uh, SF 40,000. There's, I mean, there's some big bonuses that are out there floating around trying to attract people to come in big. And it's not working for him. And you want to know why it's not working for him? I I have a pretty good understanding of why it's not working for him. All right. Well, I think it's not working for him Hold for the on. same reason that... I need, I need you to look at this. Remember that thing I told you about? You got to look at what <laughs> yeah. You want to know why it's not working for him? I yeah. got this. You ready for this? Yeah. Because it's right in line with exactly what I'm thinking. But it's not what people are telling me on social media. It's people on social media are telling me the exact opposite. But it is exactly what is going on, 100%. Oh, God. Speaking of them, look, there it is. Oh. There they are. Yep. Setting fire to something. This everything. guy is in excellent shape. Uh, they're in ACUs. How old is that? I mean, this is pretty recent. I mean, they just post. The Army just posts this. Oh, yeah. They're doing riot training. That's what that is. That's what they're doing. Yeah, they're it's riot, riot training. They're, they're actually doing it over in Europe, which is probably yeah. pretty smart right now, I guess. So here's, here's this thing. You ready for this? Yeah. Hand it, hand, hand it over. I'm excited for this. because Hand it over. Oh yeah, they're just, the I laugh's did. not going to be as genuine as it was I in the know, first take. But the yeah, first one was pretty good. I, I I like to actually get them. Like they posted this photo too. Look, and then they don't have their train. They're like, oh, they look so high speed, and then you zoom in, and no one has magazines whatsoever. And I literally they're just, all stage photos. I know this is it's kind of crazy, but here it is. Pride in all who's yeah. Here. Check this out is. that spacing on them too. Like that won't get them shot. <laughs> the spacing in the photo. Uh, so the military is so goofy. So if you guys don't really really realize this, you have like your military personnel, which I think like he could probably tell me more. But I bet you ten percent combat, like actual combat arms. The rest ninety percent is like ten. Just whatever. Ten percent. Is it ten percent? The infantry. Okay, so you yeah. got ten percent infantry. Yeah. And the rest of the people pretty much just suck at life. Yeah. You have. I mean, I'm not saying that they don't do anything, but when you come about like 
psychic life as in if they're trying to do like a field op or trying to like do anything of outside of the realm of what they're supposed to be doing, which their normal jobs are going to be cooks or mechanics or anything like that. That's what they go in the military for. But you put them out like go do here, go set up patrol base officer, go do like something. I don't, I don't know. Just do anything, anything outside of your. Yeah. I don't care what you do. They're terrible at it. Like it's, it just is what it is. I, I don't, I don't. I'm not going to be me who I was in the military. I'm not going to go down to the motor pool and go work on a damn Bradley. Right. That's just not what yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look like an idiot doing it. Yeah. I'm going to go kick tires. And <laughs> I don't like know, what's wrong with it? Yeah. I don't know. Is a wheel on? I don't know. All right. So the post from the U.S. Army. Pride in all who serve. It's got a picture, it looks like, of uh, they're practicing some sort of Kazavak. they got some guy on a stretcher, highlighted picture, whatever. Anyways, uh, the post that the U.S. Army put, it says, the hashtag U.S. Army team welcomes those with the courage and passion to protect and defend the Constitution. During hashtag Pride Month in rainbow letters, uh, we salute all members of the LGBTQ plus community who have taken the oath to honorably serve the nation. And this jack wagon over here yeah, I thought it was comments. Great. He said, <laughs> he, says, he says, we called them tankers back in the day. <laughs> I thought it was great. I laugh. I thought it was Yeah, great. no, it's hilarious. It's got like 500 plus likes on it yeah. <laughs> and tons of replies. Should have been Cav Scouts. I know. I don't, Should have been Cav Scouts, but take, I mean, you're you're close. So they are getting them up to $50,000 right now. 40000 is quick ship bonus. Yep. They get a job signing was 40K, 20K for reserve enlistment bonus. Civilian acquired skill bonus, which... And not entirely who passes in, in the, the, the med professionals and stuff like that. Like oh, they that have, like, yeah, that's so why these people saying, get like, paid. You can 300, get paid 400,000. Right yep. When I joined, it was during the, um, I think it was during the surge of Iraq. Actually, I got $10,000 ended up being 7,500 after taxes. I was really disappointed in that, by the way, I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, taxes. No yeah, I, didn't, I didn't think they were going to take it out of my bonus. I'm like, yeah. it's the federal government paying me. I'm not, they're going to take it out. I get my first one, and it took forever, by the way. No, my first paycheck that forever. I got like when I was a kid, I remember looking, and it had like Social Security deduction on there. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, oh, it's Social Security. I was like, all right, I well, I don't want that. that. And like, take it out. They're like, well, it's for your retirement, and the government's going to give you like retirement. Oh, like, okay. oh, no, I'm yeah. smart enough to do that on my own. I don't yeah. need the dang government to do that for me. Yeah, that's stupid. But it might be a good time to join the Army, I guess. I mean, I... I, I is but it I, though? Like all my buddies are wanting to get the hell out. Like they're all done with it. There's people just leaving left and right. They're over it, man. They're over it. And it might, it could be because of the, the war has ended. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I think really what happened was people looked at how we kind of treated the whole Afghan withdrawal. Then they have all this like woke crap that's going on within it. And just like Bud Light saw, I'll say it again. If you look at the military and you look at Bud Light, they're right hand in hand with each other. With the, with the kind of, with the, with the person that's actually joining. Yeah. yeah let's, sure. let's be honest. Like the majority of people that join the military are conservative by nature. They come from conservative yeah. families that have military backgrounds and they're telling, and if you go on any forums, you start reading up on this, they're telling their kids not to join. They're steering them in other directions. I probably, if I had a kid that was of age right now, I probably wouldn't. I'd advise him against it. I'd be like, that's probably not a good idea right now. I'd advise him 100% against it. I don't think it's a very good idea. The reason why I say it is not saying that we don't have the most powerful military in planet Earth. We do. It's just, it has to do with like, I know it, I know what it was before all this happened and it actually wasn't that bad. And I thought it was bad. Uh, yeah. I couldn't imagine being in now. Holy yeah. my yeah. God. No. Like I remember when I got back from Ranger school and you guys were like, Hey, uh, so we had to go through like, don't ask, don't tell got revoked. Had to go through that. Oh, I remember that. Actually. Yeah, I had no idea that was a thing until I got back. I was like, ah, there's no way. Ah, there's no way. Yeah, I used to make jokes about that. I did. Well, you know, there, like, was, there was actually. Oh my god. Oh my god. What was Benji? Tell me he was a cat scout. Yeah, he was. 
So there was a guy in Benji's little. Oh my God, there was. He was gay. He sure. would hit on me all the time. He would. He literally would bring me food. He was openly gay about it. This is back when you weren't allowed to be gay in the military. Well, you were. So here's the crazy part: is yeah. you were allowed to be gay, and like the deal was, is it couldn't affect unit morale and readiness. In order, like you couldn't just stand up and be like, "Hey, I'm gay, kick me out." I actually had somebody try to do that at one point in time, and we're like, I, "Can we?" And like had to look into it. No, it had to like you had to prove in order to kick them out that it affected unit morale and readiness. I'm sure there's lots of workarounds that people use to like get around it, but that was like the general deal. Nobody even cared. We all actually poked fun at it because. No, was, we had we had the he even he even joked about it. he didn't care. We had the dude in the third ID before we were like getting deployed that he went down on like his vacation and like him and his boyfriend and I remember because I caught him in bed together, but like they ended up going down to Florida on a trip and then they got in a fight. They were drunk. They got in a fight in the back of the car and then the car door opened up on the side of the highway and they were rolling around the highway and a car hit him and killed him, like right before we deployed. I actually know who you're talking about. Yep, you got them in bed together. I'm sorry. You got them in bed together. With another chick or yeah, two? Yeah, no, no, those two together, yeah. And I didn't think, it, so they went over. What? Yeah. One of the dudes in my squad, I can't remember, he was an idiot. I, I remember the guy was an idiot, but I he ended up. squad. Yeah, yeah, but so this guy ends up getting beat up by them, like, one random, like, Saturday night. Like, they break out a window in his barracks room, and I go down to the uh, barracks, like, where they're at, and he's like, yeah, it was these two knuckleheads that did it. They, like, jumped me outside, broke my window and stuff. So I went over and banged on their door and they wouldn't open the door. So I went over and found the civilian and had the civilian like use the master key and open up the door. And when the door opened, they were both in bed together. One of the dudes jumped out of bed like in his under, like they were both in their underwear. But like one of the dudes jumped out of his bed and I was like, what? didn't, didn't even think anything of it. Yeah. I was just like, dude, what the hell? Like I am so both y'all knuckleheads are in trouble. I know who they are. Yep. That happened. What? The yep. And then I didn't hear about them actually being in a relationship until the one dude got killed. Like by a car because they were really they thought it would be a good idea to fight on, on the side of the highway. Didn't even hear about it till that. And I was like, oh, oh that makes sense now because they were in bed together when I showed up that day. Yeah. What the fuck? Yep. Anyways. Oh, that just blew my mind. So South Korea, you know what I'm saying? Like oh in, yeah uh, yeah South Korea yeah yeah. So uh, you remember the what was it, the Fukushima yeah, back plant? In 2012, yeah, 2011. 2011. 2011. So over a decade, they've been like dealing with like that, that thing, and they've essentially been cooling off the reactors and taking all that water and sticking it in a storage tank because they're worried about it being, you know, reactive. So they've got about a 1,000 storage tanks full of water, and Japan's basically dumping it into the Pacific Ocean. They've had a bunch of experts come in and look, and they're going to dump it in the Pacific Ocean. But South Korea's freaking out about it, and they're all buying up salt like it's going out of style. Like for their seaweed soup or whatever the hell it is they eat over there. I don't know. It is seaweed soup. Never in South Korea. But yeah, they're buying like kilos upon kilos of salt. Like the salt market is out of control in South Korea right now. So yeah, uh, they're worried about dumping all of it over into the Pacific Ocean. All this nuclear wastewater. And they're they're worried about it. So I had to do a little bit of research because it looked like a bunch of fear mongering to me. Like it, it just... I get it. You know what I mean? The ocean came over and like it, it knocked it out and like that radiation leaked all the way over to the Pacific coast. And so all the way over out in the Pacific, like off the Oregon coast, they were able to like measure nuclear radiation, like in, in the freaking ocean off of like the coast of Oregon after that happened. So now they're talking about dumping more water into the Pacific and it looked like a lot of fear mongering to me. So it did some digging. Turns out the Pacific ocean itself, what they're worried about. Okay. So let me back up. What they're worried about is the tritium levels in the water. Right. So they're worried about the tritium levels in the water. Come to find out that like all water, even your tap water here in America has tritium in it, like tr little trace amounts of tritium, but it has tritium in it. Tritium's like done multiple, like the sun hits the atmosphere 
and tritium like rains down from the sky just because of the way the radiation and all that crap happens, right? So in the Pacific Ocean right now, there is 8,400 grams estimated tritium in the Pacific Ocean. Pacific Ocean comprises about 50% of the freaking ocean water around the world, 50%. But there is 8,400 grams worth of tritium floating around the Pacific Ocean, just out there doing its thing, right? How many grams do you think worth of tritium is in that 1,000 tanks worth of water? A whopping three. Uno, dos, tres. Razdaba, three. Tree, three. Three grams of tritium. That's it. And all that water. Three. Now, I get it. It's probably at a little bit of a higher concentration in those 1,000 tanks than it is floating around the Pacific Ocean. The Pacific Ocean is huge. You know what I mean? But they're not just going to take these tanks and, like, roll them over and push them in the water like it was, you know, like a medieval time type deal. They're going to slowly trickle it out in the ocean and add about three grams worth of tritium. The scientists that have looked into this, like all the experts, and obviously the international community is in deep on this, they all say that the water is actually drinkable. So they're essentially dumping tap water into the ocean, but it's been chalked up and beat up by the media to the point where everybody's like, oh, my God. Like the world's going to end because Japan's dumping this water back into the ocean. It's not a big deal. Nobody cares. Nobody does care. Except for no, South Korea. South Korea. There's, I yeah. saw one person bought 15 kilograms of, or excuse me, five pounds of salt for their seaweed soup. I, I'm sorry. I was sitting here like watching this video and it's the be all you can video. Sure. And this entire thing was filmed. Guess where? Just look for one second. Yep. That's the turd ID. It is. But watch every single one of them. All of them. Third ID everywhere. It was it was filmed by Howard Stewart. I mean, it makes sense. I they mean, have all the big stuff. Yeah, they've they got all the big field. stuff. It's yeah, huge. Yeah. yeah, it's huge. That so. is crazy. I, that's where me and him were stuck for a little while. Yeah. I, yeah. I know a hot, these people, they're like making it seem like it's real comfortable out. It's not. They're so humid and sticky. They got gnats all over their it's face. Not, I can't even imagine having the army freaking direct a video for me. That would drive me nuts. <laughs> like, could you imagine? No, uh, they, no, they probably, ass. I mean. Like, hey, you're going to get that tank and you're going to sit next to it for five hours. Keep that thing idling until it's time to walk in front of it. Ready, go. Now you walk. Fix that Humvee. Stick your arm down there. God, oh, God. People. Well, hey, you know what? I feel good about this. I'm glad we reshot this for you because now you get to figure out your life. Yeah, now I gotta, I'm going to take all this back home and like re-edit it. And while I'm doing it, you know what I'm going to look at? Because mm. we didn't mention it yet, and I think it was the best freaking part of the whole last episode what? that we filmed. That TikTok video that I told you about where the guy was like, tell me you're white without telling me you're white. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then... You never showed me. I don't know anything about it. No, no, I didn't show it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what it made me think of was when I like got on like the neighborhood group chat thing uh, next door. Mm. I got like an email notification from next door, and I just normally I don't even bother reading them or anything, but it was like this guess the race of this lady. You know what I'm saying? She's like, Oh my God, I was out walking on the street and I saw some guy that was out running with this dog and I had to stop him because it's 105 degrees here in Texas. So she had to stop him and explain to him that he was about to kill his dog and like all this other crap and explaining about what a, like it was animal torture and animal abuse and all this other crap. And the, it basically forced the guy to stop running, chewed him out. And then the last she saw him, he was walking away with his dog to take it back home because he didn't want to kill his dog. And she just went off like the deep end on this guy. So I'm not saying she's white, but I have a feeling it's like a white woman, like just in her mid fifties, probably with nothing, probably. And that same white woman probably drives past homeless people on the corner on a daily basis and doesn't give two shit about them. <laughs> like that was one of the things that used to infuriate me when I was a cop infuriate me when I was a cop, there'd be homeless people like shivering and dying on sheets of ice in Colorado. Just, just miserable. And some freaking lady would just 
call in and be like, oh my God, there's a homeless dog on the corner. It's going to freeze to death. Can you guys do something about it? It was like past five homeless people on the way to pick up a dog because some freaking woman like complained <laughs> about it. Like I get it. Dogs don't really have that choice in their life, you know, when they're homeless, but come on, man. Like we're more concerned with animals than we are with like human freaking beings in this country. That is a problem. Like that is a problem. Yeah. But don't worry. Biden administration, the rescue 1.1 billion dollars being freaking given to the homeless population. Oh God. Cause that works so well in Portland. Do you, really do you know Portland spends around $50,000 a year per homeless? It's 50 pretty solid. 50,000 bro. 50 K 50, thousand dollars a year per homeless person in the city of Portland gets blown every year and it's done nothing but increase the homeless population and we're just well, going to continue throwing money why out. would it decrease if you're give if you're putting so much resources into them you, you know what the number one for the most part the number one cause of homelessness that I probably saw that kept them on the streets was drugs and alcohol Drugs and alcohol. Pretty much every, like, I almost guarantee that every homeless person I ever came in contact with either had a meth pipe or meth or, or like that on them. Seriously. It was just a given. And we're decriminalizing hard drugs in this country like it's nobody's business. So on one side, we're saying, look, these things that are, like, extreme contributing factors to your homelessness, we're going to pretend like that's not an issue. But what we're going to do is we're going to throw a bunch of money at it and then increase the homeless problem because we're, you know, not taking care of the contributing factors. We're just trying to put band-aids on stuff. It's stupid. I am, I think most people know this. I'm more or less a libertarian by heart. Like what you do with your own body, I don't care about. Just don't screw with my rights or anybody else's. You know what I mean? So I don't really care if you use drugs, but that's probably something maybe where that money should be going, in my opinion. Just just thoughts. Just food for thought. I like your thoughts. Yeah. The good thoughts. The good thoughts. Could be yeah. worse, I guess. Yeah, and put some more money into the VA because those things are crapples these days. God, I went to the one down in Dallas yeah, the other day. Place. Yeah, it looked like the prison yard. Yeah. Like I seriously thought it was a prison down there, man. Mm-hmm. It's a crapple. Looks like a psych ward. It's worse. Yeah, it's there. I know. I've been there. I've been there a few times. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. I do love you guys. We're going to be back here either tomorrow or the day after. Either way, I want you guys to enjoy everything you got. I do love you guys. We're out.